welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence, and it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. And I'm Sean. Here we are. Here we another are. Another week. Yeah. Another book. As always, yes. Oh, man. And uh, we are having a nice fall day oh, in yeah, it's Los beautiful. Angeles. Yeah. Finally. I uh, am very pleased Pleased with that. Yeah. Not dying. Yeah. Hopefully, 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 this sticks around. We were actually able to put away uh, our air conditioner. Yes. And stuff like that. So thank God. I think uh, this big, ugly, gross thing. Yeah, it's just a pain. Well, because it sucks too. Because it's um, sucks electricity. It sucks electricity. Plus, it also just kind of sits. You know, just sits on this rug and it bunches it up. And you know, much would rather not have it. So, but yeah. But now I'm glad we uh. But we were able to put that away, and now we can hopefully get into Thanksgiving. Your favorite holiday. Uh, my favorite holiday. I'm really looking forward to that. Do you so. have any Thanksgiving hopes? That the food is all delicious, which <laughs> I already know it's going to be. So It's true. Yeah, I look forward to it. I know. It's your favorite thing. I, I will eat a box of stuffing on its own. Oh, I know. You know, I'll tell you that way. I'm a big fan of stuffing. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know, I have to always make, like, double stuffing for you. I, I That's the thing I like. I know. I, know I think do. it's my favorite. And I never liked stovetop stuff. I don't like stuffing, and especially stovetop. But, man, do you love the stovetop. So I just go with it. My mom loves to make everything from scratch. You yeah, know that. Yeah, it's the thing. My mom doesn't make anything from scratch. You know? yeah. we, have, we have a box. box. We have something to... Uh, you know, to pour, you pour it in a bowl, and you mix it, and then you put the corn in the can, in the thing. And, yeah. You know, we, we, we don't... We don't do a we don't do a lot of things. We do some stuff from scratch, sure, but because there's a lot of work that goes into it, yeah, you know. So it's very much like you know we got to you know and there's you know four kids. You know when I'm growing up, you know there's you know I have my two my grandparents that lived with us and my parents and then you know so you have eight people in the house, yeah, that you know you're kind of preparing for. So yeah, I think like because my mom, you know, my mom's an immigrant, so it was always like. She made the most American of Thanksgivings. Yeah. So there was like a lot of Italian families will have like spaghetti or lasagna. Not my family. It is the most like basic American Thanksgiving you can possibly think of. Yeah. And I have just literally, I just make the same thing that she does. Yeah. Exactly the same fucking thing. <laughs> and the cheese are the same stuff I have too. I mean, we do, you know, we did the peas and the tomato or t- uh, potatoes and mm-hmm. stovetop and... You know, cranberry sauce, and no, we never did yams or anything like that. But we did; we're doing yams. So I think we'll talk. You know, maybe we should talk more about Thanksgiving when we sure. get to it, because we actually do have a Thanksgiving theme book. Oh, that's so exciting! Which we're finally gonna. We're finally I, I'm gonna actually be able to very do. excited to read it because. Uh, well, it's a Superboy. Yeah, it's a I know. New Adventures and of I've already Boy. read it, but I mean, like, I'm, just, I'm excited to talk about it because it's one of those. It's ridiculous. Therefore, I love it. Well, not only is it a Hall- a Thanksgiving themed book, but it's also a New Adventures of Superboy, which is already batshit insane. Yes, and. Those are a treat, and I think it's been a while since we've done a Superboy. It has. So I think it's gonna be that's that's gonna be a, a good one to to hold up on too. Yeah. And also, uh, I will say this because we actually got a little bit of a head start on reading some books. Yeah. Today, so we're gonna do. I think we're gonna do a Cage next week. Yeah, that'll be fun. A Cage from the '90s. We're gonna bust that out. So yep. and we'll get to our book in a little bit where we're doing a doing a Batman book. We saw Thor. We did see Thor. Yeah. Would you Would you think of? You know what? I really enjoyed it, and I am not a huge Thor fan. Right. And the last two movies were fine. I'm like, whatever. We saw them. Yeah. This one was great. I was actually looking forward to this one, too, because this one was like crazy space opera. Fucking here for it. I'm yeah. here for it being weird. Here for it being set in space on weird planets. Yeah. Uh, 
and it delivered. And it was funny. It was really good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I really did. I think the only thing that I did, I don't know, there was a little bit like too much shit going on maybe well there's a saying there's a lot of i think that would be there's a, it's kind of like one of those movies where there's all the things happening. there's a lot of stuff to, i mean it, one th- i will say this I f- it does feel like to me that it does stand on its own somewhat yeah because like you don't like i feel like you can jump into it relatively easily without having to have watched thor 2 or you know seen all the avengers movies yeah. or the iron man movies like you don't have to have really have seen every single marvel movie to to appreciate this one right um, and i know. honestly don't really remember much of what happened in thor 2 well thor 2 basically thor 2 like and because a and lot of the like, characters with thor 2 aren't in, the, in this yeah one. and i'm like i don't i'm like oh there was something with one of the infinity stones and like london and like natalie portman was in it and that's really and there was like a fight she just laid around for the whole time and that's kind of all i remember and then you know the you know, yeah, it was just with the with the, the basically the dark elves and Loki yeah. died. And oh, blah, that's blah, right. Blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. So I like barely remember anything that happened in that movie, and then you don't need to know anything that happened in that movie to enjoy uh, Ragnarok. Yeah, which was fun. Yeah, no, it was really fun. Uh, there's a lot of really uh, there's some really cool. I'm not going to spoil anything, but no. there's some really uh, cool homages mm-hmm. to. Uh, to some classic Thor moments, yeah. That maybe you probably you probably I don't know if you call it anything. Probably not. No, but I don't know much about Thor. There's some stuff with uh, Scourge, the Executioner. Okay, like I caught it right away, and I was like, "Cool, that's fucking cool." Yeah, and Carl Urban is pretty great. Yeah, Carl Urban's pretty great as Executioner. I want to say too how how um <laughs> how how much the uh, the Marvel the Marvel universe and the Star J J Abrams Star Trek universe connects oh yeah because well just in the sense basically the people because you oh, have well because you got uh, chris hemsworth who was kirk's father yes which a lot of people that's when like the, that was the first that time was, they saw was it him. chris hemsworth or was it the other hemsworth no it was it, it was thor oh, it was thor who played huh. kirk's father in the very beginning of the first star trek movie okay before thor came out and he you, you die right away everybody was like well that's gonna be thor we never heard of this who's this guy it's just some guy in some random yo well, i mean he was a chris they were like oh good we need chris well, he was a hemsworth yo he was the, he was the first he, he was, was the first hemsworth. he was the, the hemsworth prime yes and yes. then uh, and then he can't you know then he's in thor and all the you know and all the avengers movies everybody's like oh chris i feel hemsworth. those hemsworth really they are like sequels because like the first one's great yeah and then the next one's like okay who was it there's, there's like chris more? there's liam there's and another there's, one there's a third one there's a I think there might even be four but the other one's not in hollywood yet right there's a third one that's like i think just kind I of forget breaking his in. name yeah, yeah I mean, maybe i'm behind i'm behind in my hands i know yeah. i know liam was in uh, a bunch of stuff yeah that i and saw he was gonna like marry miley cyrus or whatever yeah yeah i don't whatever yeah but so he Hemsworth. yeah but, but yeah but so we got chris hemsworth he got zoe saldana oh yeah he yeah got, uh ben- benedict cumberbatch oh that's right and then you have oh fuck me i just oh carl urban yeah, because he played uh, Bones in uh, in that movie. So I feel like, and maybe there's a few others that I'm missing. But, there might be, but it's really kind of uh, kind of neat that kind of crosses over. But at least in my mind, I'm like, oh, this is all together. Yeah, he, there's there's some awesome homages there. I think Kate Blanchett is Hela. Hel- is it Hela? Hela. And she. I want to say I want to say Hela, but it's Hela. It's Hela. Yeah, she was good. She was good. She looks hot. She does. Like yeah. that's it's kind of those things where you're like, wow, that's Kate Blanchett. Like I'm yeah. so used to seeing her in like british movies or just things (laughs) that are not thor yeah you know and here she is you know just looking badass and she's like cool like she's throwing swords out of her hands and like just a fucking badass fighter and yeah well well, she's she's there to uh be over the top yeah and that's exactly what you want in this movie 
Yeah. Because can I also say the music in this movie? Music was great. Fantastic. Because it's the guy from Devo who does a lot of Mark it. Mark Brothers Ball. Yeah. Well, it's not only, not only like the songs, like the use of the, you know, sure. the Led Zeppelin and but all that. I mean, that. like the actual, like in the background, the score, and the stuff, score yeah. like, because it's the guy from Devo. And you're just like, yeah, that's awesome. It's a very like John Carpenter, really like cool. 80s, you know, there's a lot of you know, very new wave and just, it's got, it's got, it's, it's just, just cool. It's, it's just so fucking cool. It's very like, yeah. unique. And it's I, very I unique say, to a movie. Like you feel, it just feels different. It does. And I, I will say, and this is not really a spoiler because- Everybody knew that Doctor Strange would show up. Yeah. But when he shows up for the first time, I was like, yes. Yeah. That's fucking cool. I'm really happy with it. Yeah. And they used it. He, he had a good, he, he just he did like a tight five. Yeah, he did. He was out. He was in and out, but he played his role and it was, and it, it was, was like, good. It, things crossed over and you're like, hey, like it wasn't something like, which is I kind of liked. It wasn't like, you know, and I did, I definitely like, I don't know if the Marvel movies really do this hardcore but they don't like say hey everything's tied in guys you know don't. well yeah they don't need to they don't need to but it just felt kind of it just felt nice to you know have a little bit of that and then you and then you move on yeah you know but i think they spent there's some stuff where they i feel like the story kind of drags yeah i mean there's you know, some parts where i'm like they've- it gets tied up like it feels like the third act kind of just like okay here we go boom we're right we're, we're moving forward with everything yeah i feel like that second act kind of long yeah and the third one's kind of just it's there and oh now it's over okay the end yeah so yeah i mean there's there's some stuff but all all in all i really enjoyed it and also uh jeff goldblum fantastic i think jeff goldblum just showed up and was just jeff goldblum yeah. i don't think he realized he was in a movie he's like oh I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm in a movie. he was just uh, fucking jeff goldblum <laughs> and, uh, and he was great oh uh, so um uh so i uh stand over here this is oh 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 oh, oh okay ah oh, okay well i'm gonna i'm gonna Go do karaoke now. Yeah. Uh, and you're going to film it and it's going to probably be in this movie. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. It, it was, he was fun. He's, he's, a li- he's a delightful man. He's a delightful addition to this Marvel universe. He really is. He's really fun. And I'm, uh, I think we're, we're very blessed yeah. to have him a part of it now. So, um, but yeah, it was a good movie. What else? So we also, I, I like, I like talking about movies in the beginning. It gives us something to, to kind of break the ice with. What else did we see? Well, we watched uh, some stuff last night. We watched. Uh, oh yeah. We watched. We watched a uh, rough night. That was stupid. Don't watch that's, it. That's a, yeah, it's, that's killing strippers is never fun. It doesn't matter if it's a male stripper or female stripper. It's not funny. It's stupid. Stop doing it in movies. Well, that's all that I have to say. and it's another thing too where that movie. So you know when you do your, you know just looking it up, it, the movie was on the blacklist. So the movie, the not not the TV <sighs> show, but the movie, but the movie script, <laughs> yes, the script for the movie was on a thing called the blacklist. Which out in, in Hollywood, there's this blacklist of scripts that are like, oh my god, these are the best scripts of the year. Yeah, it's on. There's a website. Yeah. And shit. And you can actually just pay to put your shit on the on the blacklist and like agents read it and maybe they'll be like, oh my God, this is the best thing. Because I know somebody who got his agent through the blacklist. Like he put his script up there yeah. and then he got an agent that way because they thought it was really good, which is awesome. But I have found, and this is just my personal opinion, yeah. I feel like any movie that they're like, man, this was on the blacklist is going to be really great. It's never good. And I don't know if that's who's reading the blacklist yeah. The quality of scripts on the blacklist, or what happens to them after they as go getting, into yeah, the as they go through the process, right? Yeah. Going through the process, and I don't yeah. know. Maybe it's all three. I have no idea. And it's but there's so many of them that they're like, "This is on the blacklist," and I watch it, and I was like, "This sucks." Like I'm watching this movie, and I'm like, "This is not funny." Is this like is this is it? So this is supposed to be a this was like a blacklist movie. Yeah, like this I was would be reading like like if I was reading the script, I would be like, "Oh man, this really." 
hits you know hits all these notes and just it just feel just feels like a really good movie i feel they were just like man this is just your typical bachelor party movie but with chicks yeah and i'm like they, you know, it's not i i didn't know it was just dumb you know and you got your you got your you got your casts and you know you got your comedians and your sure you know, your what's her face kate mckinnon doing accents and mm-hmm. you know and fucking what's his face is in there randomly uh fucking speedy or arsenal Oh, 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 Roy. Yeah, Red Arrow's in there. Red Roy's Arrow. in there farting yeah. around. As wearing a, nothing but like a thong. Yeah, he's wearing a thong. and So, yeah, so Speedy and Bla- Bla- Arsenal and Black Widow are hanging out. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they're... Crossing universes. Crossing universes. Yeah, I, I, I count it as canon. Sure, why it's, not? It's uh, the Black Widow's... Uh, Is that part of the Amalgam universe? Yes, yes. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, because Scarlett Johansson's in there. So, yeah, it's... I don't. It's it's whatever. It's whatever. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so we watched that, and then we watched uh, Pop Star Never Stop Never Stopping. And that was fucking funny. That's really funny. I really enjoyed that. That was ridiculous. Well, so here's the thing. It's an Apatow derivative movie. I love Apatow movies. I know well, there's some. I, some of them are hit or miss. Yeah. No, but this one was really funny, and this was just. It wasn't like, his movie, but yeah. it wasn't his. But it was just kind of like. It was Lonely Island. It was Lonely Island, and it was just a spoof of music documentaries and Justin Bieber's and, you know, your, like, all those boy bands and, like, all that sort of shit. And uh, it was funny. Or just crazy personalities. Yeah. Yeah, crazy, like. You know, musician personalities and 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 musicians, but it was fun. Oh, it's yeah. And there's there's some moments in there that are it just cracks me up. Yeah. Like the 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 the, C- the TMZ parody. The TMZ parody is uh, gold. It's, it's, it's very funny. So funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good. Yeah, so I would definitely. You know, that's uh, that was actually on uh, HBO. HBO. So if you do have HBO, or you know, if you have that, if you have a way to see that movie, I would check that out. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's a good. If you just need something stupid to laugh at, well, that I would was the recommend thing. That. We watched Rough Night, and we were like, I don't. Yeah, I want to watch something better. Yeah, I just want to watch something yeah. that's going to make me laugh. Yeah, I watched something funny, and then we watched that, and we we're like, oh, this did it. This yeah. was perfect. This was perfect. Yeah, because I think the problem that I have with a lot of these movies now, like Rough Night, and like what we talked about that Amy Poehler will ferrell movie the other day oh yeah yeah the house yeah there's no consequences for these people yeah yeah nothing makes me angrier i we live in a world where there's literally no consequences for most people i just want in my fiction i want to see consequences let me pretend there is a universe where people do bad shit and those people get in trouble. I know. We should, Can we, I please pretend that? Because I do not live in that universe right now. I know. Now. We don't live in that universe now. No. We don't live in that universe right now. Bad shit happens and people just go, meh, and continue on. Like, I want to see fucking consequences. I don't want to see that, like, people just getting away with shit in my fiction. Because it would make sense, and it would just be nice. It would just it would be, be nice. nice at the end of you know rough night. They're just like everybody, like the and cops. They all fucking go to jail. Like everybody the goes end. to jail, and then we and they just go to jail, and we just deal Their with that. Their careers are ruined, and I, we're just happy with we it. We deal with that, and we see them, and then we get fucking you know, and then there's like a podcast at the end trying to clear them, and it doesn't sure. you know. It's a happens. serial like podcast. Serial, yes, yeah. But pop star is really good, so yeah, you should talk that up. Good. So um, I guess we should take our break. Oh, I suppose. Did you have anything else you want to say about movies? or things that we've seen. I was seen. actually just thinking about American Vandal when you talked about... Uh, oh, we should talk about American Vandal uh, real quick. Because on Netflix, it's American Vandal, and it's basically like a kind of like a a rib of cereal. And like making of a murderer. And making of a murderer. Uh, but it's just this like these two very earnest kids trying to figure out who drew 27 dicks on 27 cars. Yeah, at a school. And it's just basically... Because it's based in high school, yeah. Too, yeah, yeah, it's a 10-episode dick joke. Yeah. And it's funny. And it, I mean, it's not super funny, but there's definitely, like, you see these people and you're like, 
Oh, I remember that guy from high school. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. There's, there, there, you're, you're watching <laughs> you're it, like, and me and, Jen, <laughs> me and Jen are just like, I knew a guy like that. I knew I, dude, I knew that girl. I yep. knew that. I mean, the stereo. I mean, and, they, it's, they and, and it kind of hits it, too, where it's like, you know, you, you know, the, mo- the message at the end is kind of like, you know, you have high school, and people just define people from high school, you know, but is that necessarily- Is uh, it true? Is that true? Right. You know, is that always true? So, but- uh, But it, it's enjoyable. Yeah. If you just want something to, like, binge watch, and you want to kind of, like, giggle over- over some dick jokes it's really yeah, there's, there's, there's some cool there's some cool i don't know i thought i thought it was really well done i thought it was too and i i feel like it really hits that what it's like to be in high school uh-huh like the shit that's important to you in high school because there's like a whole and this is like an episode two there's a whole thing where they're just trying to find out if one guy lied about hooking up with a girl and it becomes like a big thing because that's what everybody's talking about and you're like i remember that yeah, like in high school, whenever no, it was just like, a lot. Yeah, that so and so hooked up with so and so, and then like because you because you'd have because that and person like, yeah because that person would just walk around and say yeah man I did it but like you couldn't there's no proof and there's nobody, no proof that it happened it's just like this maybe it did maybe it didn't type of shit it's just crazy there's no proof that it did happen but there's no proof that it didn't happen right and no one's really saying anything and nobody wants to say anything but everybody's because... fucking talking about it yeah oh man yeah I mean oh my god. <laughs> I'm getting anxiety just thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, it's, but it's, it's not even for just hooking up, too. It's just like just anything. Just anything, anything. Just any fucking rumor. Yeah, it's like, oh, man, like, I went to this party, or I went to did this thing, and you're just like, oh, man, like, I remember what that was like. Yeah. And it's kind of one of those things that I'm just like, oh, kids are exactly the same. Because I've been out of high school for almost 20 fucking years at this point, because I am an old person. Yeah. And it's, except they have cell phones now. They have smartphones, and they have the internet, but it's all the fucking same. It kind of makes me feel okay. Like the kids are going to be all right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's quite good. So yeah. Uh, yeah. check that out. That's fun. Is there anything else? So we've, I feel like we've watched a lot of stuff. Um, I don't know. We're just kind of taking it. Granted, I also just watch a ton of wrestling. We're watching wrestling right now. I actually, you know what? It's I, on the TV. I, and I watch it. Because it's I, always I, fucking on. I, I'm sorry. It's, <laughs> it's all right. I'm, it's fine. I'm just, it's just my life is wrestling TV. It can always not be. I don't care, actually. I don't mind. You know. I just think it's funny because I'll, every single time I'm like, I come in or whatever, there's just, and it's not current wrestling. We're talking like wrestling from like 1984. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and that's what I watch. That's what I'm like. That's my, that's my time. However, sometimes it's really fun. Like you'll see Ric Flair in a huge robe and you're like, man, people should bring the robe back. He's got really nice robes. I love a robe. He has, he had this green, he has this green and. It's got feathers on it. Gr- brown feathered robe. It's fucking with cool. With like gold sequins and probably some, cr- you know, crystals and. Probably got some embroidery on the back of his yeah, name. It's gorgeous. And it is. I, I would, I would wear it. I would sleep in it. <laughs> I would just live my life in it, and oh. you would have to be like, you'd have to deal with it. If I ever learned how to sew, I, I'd make you a big robe. It would probably take me a few years, though. Yeah, I know. It's I mean, just... let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how long it took uh, Mr. Wrestling 2's wife to create Ric Flair's robes. But... Well, I mean, if that's all she did with her time. Well, you know, her husband was a wrestler. He probably well, just... and she was getting paid serious money to make well, it yeah, for him. Yeah, because like a couple... Yeah, a couple grand. A couple, yeah, more than that. Ten grand. Ten, you know, well, at least that's all Flair would say, but I think that's legit. Well, probably, because, I mean, he had, like, the materials and the time. Yeah. So if that's all she did, she could probably turn around pretty, like, somewhat quickly. Yeah. But if she had no other job. 
Which, by the way, there's a Ric Flair documentary coming out, the ESPN one, one of those 30 for 30s. Oh, really? Yeah, well, they've been talking about it. I have to, I, I, I'm not going to, I don't know how I'm going to see it. Well, because I don't watch ESPN. I don't have ESPN, but yeah. Maybe they'll put them back on Netflix. Maybe. I mean, at some point, somebody, I got to find a way to get it because it's, it comes out this week. Does Joe uh, have Netflix? Week. Or, I mean, uh, ESPN? Oh, maybe Joe could help me. Could you maybe guys, my, like, my co host? Maybe you guys could watch it together and then do a I Can Talk Kayfabe about it. Maybe we should. I think, you know, I'm going to tell, I will text my buddy Joe and I will see, I'll text Joe Didaro from I Can Talk Kayfabe and see if we can get that to work because yeah. maybe I think it's about, I think we should do that. Yeah. And then you guys can do a whole episode on it. Yeah. See, I'm thinking. Yeah. Good job. Smart. Also, real quick, I did watch the movie Shocker, but I want you What's to watch about? it. The, it's, it's Mitch Pelegi that comes back from the dead. Skinner. Mitch Pelegi comes back from the dead? I told you this. Uh, it's the one where he plays he plays a, a murderer. He plays a stab monster. Stab, and, he, and he makes a deal with the stab, devil. Stab. So when he gets electrocuted, he comes back into your TV and he just, you know, we have to watch it. All right. I feel really bad that I watch it by, by myself because I was just like, I've always wanted to see it. And I was just like, I'll watch it. But yeah. now I was like, oh, you know, Jen would really appreciate this. So we're going to have to. I want to see Walter Skinner stabbing people. You're going to like it. Well, I'm sure oh. I am. We're gonna, we're, yeah, you're gonna have a good time. We're gonna, we're gonna make sure we do that. We're gonna make sure. I think maybe next week we'll, if we can fit it in, we'll have to, we'll have to talk about it. Okay, that sounds good. That's, that's, that's a plan, man. We're planning so much ahead. <laughs> man, I feel good about myself. All right, all right. Let's take our break, and uh, we'll come back with our book. Hi, this is Batman. Whenever I lose my memory, I head over to the BatmanUniverse.net and check out the podcast Bat Books for Beginners. The Bat Books for Beginners podcast breaks down and analyzes all of my adventures so I can remember how to get to the Batcave, which Robin I'm working with, and where I parked the Batmobile. Chris and Jerry, the hosts of Bat Books for Beginners, are honest about how well I'm serving the citizens of Gotham. Sometimes too honest, I'll have to talk to them about that. If you wake up one morning and think you might be Batman and have just lost your memories, go over to the BatmanUniverse.net or iTunes and check out Bat Books for Beginners. Now, if I could just figure out who this old man cleaning the Batcave is, that would be great. I asked my friend Scott Snyder and he didn't know. Don't be a supervillain. Visit the BatmanUniverse.net and listen to Bat Books for Beginners, also on iTunes. You'll be glad you did. Bat Books for Beginners is part of the BatmanUniverse.net Bat Family of Podcasts. Don't listen to Bat Books for Beginners when operating heavy machinery or juggling. If you listen to Bat Books for Beginners for more than four hours, call your doctor. Bat Books for Beginners is part of a balanced diet. All right, we're back here in our worst collection ever with our book for this week. It is uh, Batman Hollywood Night. Yup. Number one from April 2001. It's an Elseworld. It is an Elseworld, so... And we, we had talked about this before where yeah. we had bought the, the set when we went down to Anaheim of Bat, uh, Batman in... <sighs> LA. Hollywood, well, L.A. Because we were talking about like, has this did this ever exist? And it did. It, it's right here. We have it. It really is, but it's not quite Batman. Well, we'll talk about it. So, but basically, on the cover here, you got Batman, and it's very like the cover, the the font and the everything kind of really feels like a uh, cartoon. Yeah, it feels like Batman Adventures yeah, kind of thing. It really does. It looks like a Looney Tune font, at least the Batman. Yeah, and then Hollywood Night is like in script. Yeah. This, so he's like standing on top of a. Uh, marquee. A marquee, but here's what I didn't understand because it's like this is <sighs> issue one. Mm -hmm. For some reason, we have the marquee says now showing week two of this new serial, 
Batman and the Czar of Crime. Yeah. I'm like, why week two? Why not? Because, well, well, here's the thing, because as we'll talk about, like, this is an established thing that's been... Yeah, but it could just be, like, new serial, because this is a new... I don't know. I just thought it was weird that this is, like, eh. week two, but issue one. I don't know. I don't know. It didn't really bother me. Okay. But, I'm just being picky. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, there's also... Uh, it's also done by Bob Layton and Dick Giordano, so this has got some old school... Uh, creators behind it mm-hmm. so you know dick giardino Don, i think dick giardino giardano is no longer with us no so but it's a very old school deal is uh, this what this is supposed to be called it says tinseltown terror yeah it's kind of it's a weird place for it well it's like on like a window pane and yeah stuff. so we open in black and white and it says 1948 southern california yeah. Uh, and we have Batman, and he is fighting some heavies. And it's a, and we have some narration boxing over it. Somebody's talking. It says, "Oh, the Batman, I hate him. What the fuck's going on with this ro- this mass rodent? We got to stop this dude. We got to stop him." And you know, Batman and Robin are taking down these heavies in what looks like a warehouse. It's all black and white, except for the green boxes. And then, so they're watching it, and some of the boxes saying, "Oh golly, ballet boy." I think we're in trouble because Robin's there and they're mm-hmm. making fun of it. And it says, gosh, Batman, it looks like we're about to be, our tights are about to be become as flat as our dialogue. Yeah. And then it's because they're about to be crushed by like a pallet. Yeah. And, and then, then it says, enough lights. And then that's when you realize somebody's been watching this. Yes. Uh, on, this, on the movie screen. And there's like a butler and there's a guy with like, who's like obviously the leader and there's like a scary dude in a hat. Well, this dude, this dude with the, the rose on him, this uh, lead dude, I believe is Jack Napier. Yes. Who yes. used to be called the Joker. But don't ever call him that. But don't call him the Joker because he does not like joking. No. But he's very upset because this Batman serial that we were just watching on the movie has been taking away viewers from his movies. Yeah. Because he runs like Arkham Studios. Batman does? No. Or this Jack guy does. Napier. Napier does. Yeah. Okay. Because he even says like Okay, yeah, that's right. He says, We can't allow an independent to break Arkham's stranglehold on film distribution. He's like, We gotta stop the Byron Wyatt. Byron is it a Wyatt, okay. Wyatt. Oh, he's one of the Wyatt brothers. He's a Wyatt brother. Nice. Yeah, he's the one who doesn't have crappy hair. Is he brother Abigail? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's Father Abigail. Father Abigail. Father Abigail. Um, so basically, the, he's just pissed because this upstart, Mr. Byron Wyatt, has uh, made all these Batman movies that people really love. And they're, it's fucking with his business. Hey, man. People love comic books. The comic book boom was hot. And uh, the sun is far, but I'm hot. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> you so he's like yelling at the guy and who's this who's this big guy yeah, is this big guy a uh, he's a well here's the, here's the thing this is the first thing one of the first things i want to say here that's really uh frustrating uh-huh is um a lot of people here like they call each other by like their initials yeah so you don't really know. I mean, you know who people are, but you, you have a hard... You kind of guess. But you kind of have to guess, and it's Because kind some of, of them are real people, and some of them are fictional characters. Yeah. So the, it's it's a little strange, Yeah. Uh, the way it's laid out. So he's, like, yelling at this guy. He's like, we got to take him out. And the butler's like, you know, we really need to be on the up and up, because we're already under investigation. 
And the guy in the hat, what does he want? Well, he, well, here's, okay, actually, here's something. The, the Napier guy's like, don't call me the Joker. And then he pulls out a gun. And he's like, you're going to be dead if you do it again. But he's still like, does he like cock the gun or does he actually shoot him like with, with no bullets? I think he kind of... cocks it because the guy just pushes it aside. He's like, understood. So then we're on the set. Yeah, we're on the set of Gotham, Gotham Pictures. Pictures. Mr. Byron Wyatt and who's the guy who plays Oh, I Robin? forget what this guy's they name. They call him Rob. Yeah. Uh, he's bald, by the way. Yeah, he kind of looks like Lobot from the Star Strikes Back. So he wears a piece when he's uh, as Robin, which yeah. I think is kind of fun. That's a fun little detail, I thought. But apparently he's like the tough like stuntman. Yeah, he's, he's kind of like a stunt guy for a long kind, time. He kind of reminds me of when, uh, when they're filming... Uh, uh, radioactive man on the Simpsons, and uh-huh. they had uh, home, they had uh, Millhouse's. Uh, oh, that's right. Um, his stunt double. Stunt double. And he's like, oh, I have this Millhouse when I get hurt. <laughs> I, just, I just, I just imagine that's what this guy does. Yeah. But um. So and uh, he's a yeah. better driver than Byron Wyatt. He's pretty much better than Batman. He was like in the war or something. And some lady's like, Mr. White, you got a phone call. And they're just like, hey, it's me, some random woman calling to tell you that. Uh, well, she's the woman that co- that's calling. I, co- I represent National Comics. Well, that's right. Bob, I'm, I represent. Bob uh, Kane's interest. Bob Kane's interest. Bob Kane. Yup, his the, copyright. Yeah, Bob Kane getting... This is before we were going to mention Bill Finger at all. Yeah, this is before we're getting fingered. <laughs> we're just getting caned. Finger got fingered. Finger, finger, finger got, definitely got fingered. Yeah. Yeah, this is well before that. We're just getting caned. Yeah. You know, somebody's trying to buy the co- the licensing for Batman, but we're not going to let that happen. And we're the, happy with what you're ooh. doing. We're sticking with you. But watch <laughs> your back because someone's after you. Because this apparently, you know, this is this used to happen in 1948. People just call up and be like, watch your back. <laughs> oh. oh, man. That's what Twitter does now. Yeah, that's just all Twitter now. That's just, that's just every now day. Now it's just memes. Now it's just memes. Watch your back. It's oh, just a meme. Okay. Like somebody's back with like eyes on it. That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just me looking at somebody's back. Yeah. No, that's, just, that's a warning. So then Napier's fucking over some actor in the next thing because he finds out that he didn't get to do it the, the legal way with buying the, the rights to Batman. And then he fucks over an actor. I don't know who that guy's Wait, supposed where to be. What is this guy? Yeah. So... This is Napier. Because he calls him CG. Clark Gable. Clark that's, Gable? That's him. Look at him. Oh, it is Clark Gable. It is Clark Gable getting fucked. Did he get fucked? Sure. I'm trying to remember if he had like a really weird fucking contract for a while. Well, maybe. Uh, I don't let's, remember. Uh, let's, uh, There's all that... that, that um, let's, 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 cons- let's consult Karina Longsworth. That's exactly what I was just going to say. That Hollywood uh, podcast. What's it called You must again? remember this. You must remember this. There's a, they do talk about Clark Gable. Gilbert Godfrey would know about this. Yeah. Well, they, they talk about Clark Gable in it. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to re- And I listen to it. I just don't remember. I feel like he got a lot of leeway, but at the beginning, he got kind of fucked. Like, all of them got fucked, by the way. Yeah. If you really want to hear well, how... Back in the 40s, you just got fucked. Yeah. If you really want to hear how fucking exploitative the film industry was, back then yeah, probably worse now. than now yeah uh listen to that podcast because holy shit yeah holy shit what the fuck yeah there's shit going down before we had any sort of medias yeah it, you know, it was it's real stuff got people, shady people got real fucked up and that's the thing that's when you got those phone calls watch your back you're like oh okay yeah. i better watch my back you know yeah. now you just don't now you just now you just send them a meme yeah now you send them memes you just send them a meme and you go hey Here's a meme. And they go, ah, fuck. And then they just got me. Yeah. Yeah. Back then you had to actually watch your back. 
Watch your front, watch your back. Yeah. So he fucks over uh, Clark Gable, and then he says to him, <laughs> this, like that, 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 this makes more sense. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. And oh. he starts laughing, and he goes, God, I've always wanted to say that. So they're so about he to- fucks over Clark Gable. Yeah. So he fucks over Clark Gable. We go back on the set, and they're doing- uh, Driving the Batmobile. Well, they're doing a Batmobile. They're doing a stunt. They're doing a film of a scene- this story is very exposition-y. Oh, yes. There's a lot of like, man, I'm Batman. I'm playing Batman. But here are my problems, Robin actor. You know? And he's, <laughs> and he's you know, a lot of times, like, he's, you know, this guy that Byron Wyatt is kind of like, well, you know, I was a, I'm was, i a pampered millionaire. Yeah, that's the and thing. things are difficult. Byron Wyatt is a rich guy who just really loves Batman. <laughs> so he's decided to purchase the rights to Batman uh, and or purchase the film rights and make Batman cereals because he just loves Batman. So imagine like... So this is like... Imagine Ke- basically Kevin Smith. That's exactly what I was going to say. This is Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith being like, I love Batman. I'm just going to make my own Batman movies. Yeah. And Hollywood ain't going to be able to make their own movies. Yep. About Batman. It's just be me. And it's just you, me. me and Muse is Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Batman and Robin, that's it. James um, Bob are Batman and Robin, and that's it. So... As they're doing this thing, all of a sudden one of the tires blows, it falls off the car, he hits <coughs> like a guy on the light tower who almost dies, Yeah. and Robin, <coughs> or the yeah. guy who plays him being like a fucking badass, just like climbs up and saves him and like does all this cool heroic shit, and uh, then he's like, man, that was so great, you know, if only I had the guts to do that, and Robin's like, hey, at least you have hair. Ha <laughs> <laughs> jokes ball jokes and he's like you know but i've been doing uh, movie effects long enough to know that this was intentional somebody did this on purpose yeah. so some like uh, jimmy olsen looking kid like wanders off to use the phone oh that's jimmy olsen yeah he's like Bang. to to call and be like hey boss uh the stunt didn't work i like that i like that this is before cell phones yeah so, so now he has to like find a phone before like any like portal like, you have to be like excuse me i'd like to use your roto phone and, and she then, actually says like don't make any long distance calls he's like no i'm just gonna make a call to tell somebody that i that i tried to kill batman and it didn't, didn't work. work uh so then we're at a club the kit kat club and byron's oh, kind of like catwoman yeah byron's there with some hot babe yeah, but babes and uh, bald guys there with some babe. I don't think they have babes. <laughs> bald guy. Uh, and they're like, "Hey, let's dance. Good idea." And then they run into EF. EF. Uh, and they're like, "Hey, man, wearing those tights." And EF is like, "Yeah, I'd e- love to wear long pants too." And he goes, "EF." He goes, "He goes, but he goes, Byron Wyatt's been ages. How are you old? It's been ages, old boy. <laughs> How are things?" And he's like, "I'm managing EF for my guy." For a guy who makes movies wearing his underwear on the outside, and he's like, tell me about it. I'd give anything for a script that put me in long pants. So we're thinking EF is Errol Flynn. Errol Flynn, because he played uh, Robin, Hood. Robin Hood. Yeah. So. And then, doesn't he try to, like, cut in on, on Byron's girl? And he's like, oh, well, no, because you won't give her back when you're done. <laughs> eh, gross. <laughs> oh. So then they go back to the table, and there's, like, all these, like. The mobsters. There's mobsters there. And like, get out of our table. And they're like, nah. And so then there's a fight. There's like, they're like, we have an offer. And he's like, fuck your offer. Yeah, fuck your offer. Now let's fight. Let's fight. Let's fight in the club. So they do. And like, you know, fucking Robin is just pulling ass on yeah, these guys. Yeah, he just fucking annihilates everyone. <laughs> he's not, yeah, it's great. He's kind of like, it's like this, he has like hair like Arn Anderson. He's just yeah. laying, laying, laying waste to these dudes. Yeah. And, you know, Batman's kind of like, man. You know, kind of like, eh, I wanted to do better, but I did Yeah, every single time they have anything happens, he's like, man, I wish I did better. You're like, shut up. Um, I like Bruce Wayne on Gotham. 
Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, by the way... Oh, good. Gotham. Good lord. Fucking Gotham. <laughs> I'm so angry at Gotham. Can I just stop and talk about Gotham for yeah, a second? You about Gotham. You about- Let me tell you something about Gotham. So, I understand that this is a weird universe, but the problem that I have with it is the rules that they establish for it sometimes work, and then sometimes they don't, and you never know what's going to happen. So it's like, sometimes they'll be like, hey, Bruce Wayne can't do anything because he's controlled by the board. There was yeah. a whole season about the board and the controlling interests. Yeah, yeah. And Bruce not being old enough, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And now, what the fuck just happened in this one? Oh, Bruce Wayne can just walk up to a dude who owns a club and buy it with a handshake. No lawyers, no nothing, no contracts. Just literally walks up to a guy and goes, I'm Bruce Wayne. And he goes, fine, you want this club? Take yeah, it. Yeah, I'll buy this club now. Even if Batman and- begins, he wrote a check. Yeah. No, he bought it with a handshake. He's 15. And then he's like, hey, other underage kids, you want to come in and drink openly? Like, that's not a fucking oh, this problem. Is so, there's just so much underage drinking. Are we supposed to automatically believe he's 18? I don't know. He gets very drunk in that episode. Yeah, I know. So are we supposed and to? And he makes out with that girl. He does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he makes out with that girl. But I'm just like hanging out with. Uh, but whatever happened to the board and like oh, all, people being in control all, of his trust with, until uh, he's with old Lucius. enough? They're all they're all in the basement with Lucius. So none of that matters. <laughs> any okay? All right, whatever. That's fine. Because no, we have we can't worry about that stuff because we have to focus on Barbara and her weird hair. She's got terrible hair. She's got Callista Gingrich hair. <laughs> She looks like Newt Gingrich's wife. It's just the most... She looks like the wife of a Republican senator. And I'm like, who hates you enough to put you in that wig? Which is, that wig which is funny because they must awful. love that fucking character because she's died like 30 million times. And they're and just they're like, like oh, we gotta keep her coming back. Maybe that's the wig person's just like, I'm over this character. Give her the worst wig. Maybe, maybe this wig will kill her character. <laughs> You know, because it's the worst. Maybe it's like that Simpsons where Homer gets snake's hair. See, I'm, <laughs> I'm making snake's reference. I'm make, making Simpsons references. I can't help it. Well, no, it's fine. And maybe it is. Maybe probably related to the world. But yeah, anyways, it's fine because you're right. It, it's just the worst wig. I'm just like, wh- who put that on your head? Or it's just the hairstyle. I don't think it's a wig. I think it's a wig. You think it's a wig? I think it's a wig. Do you think she's bewigged? Yeah, I think she's bewigged. Bewigged. It doesn't move. I don't know if it's just like. Oh, and also, you know, let's you know, there's the usual. The one thing that one thing that Gotham does stick to mm. is that Jim Gordon is the absolute worst oh, yeah. cop in the history of enforcement. Yes, but every single episode, somebody has to tell me what a great guy Jim Gordon is. I'm I've like, never seen no, it. I've no watched one it. thinks Jim Gordon is great. I realize you're I've watched me this. every episode of the show, and I have yet to find one redeeming quality in yeah. Jim Gordon on Gotham. Yeah, not only this this time, it was Jim goes, "Hey, Harvey, maybe you shouldn't go in there because I think it's a trap." And Harvey's like, stand down, Jim, fuck you, I'm going in anyway. So Harvey goes in, gets a lot of people killed. Yeah. Yeah, actually, it was Harvey's fault. It was Harvey's fault, absolutely, that's fine. And then Jim comes in, and he, like, stops a machine gun. And everybody's like... Jim comes in to, like, fucking... He does, like, a fuck... He's, like, fucking Rambo. Yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme, like, action hero. You know, there's these automatic turrets that are just spraying the room, and and somehow Jim is, like... But Harvey is dying. Harvey is the only one who's not getting hit by all the bullets. Which, he's the one that's got the most surface area. He should be getting hit. hit He should be... Harvey... He was also in the front. If there's an automatic turret machine gun going off, Harvey would be fucking missed. It would just be a fucking pile of bloody mist. Yeah, yeah. Because you can't give me... I mean, look, I love Donald Logue, but you can't tell 
tell me that the guy that a, looks like Donald Logan. He's not is, a slip of a man. <laughs> yeah. He's not, I he's mean, like, he's not like hugely fat or whatever, but I mean, you put a guy like that in the front of a whole bunch of cops and he's the first one that sees the automatic turret gun. That dude's dead. Yeah. Because he's first in line and, you know, big. He's a bigger dude. He's a bigger dude. He's, he's, no, he's not even dressed in tactical gear. He's just walking into the suit. He's like, hey, yeah. guys. That dude should be dead. He should be dead. Nope. He nope. should have dead a lot of times. Don't worry a lot about of times. him. So, do we also talk? Do, do, hold this on. One. And then Jim comes in and he stops the gun and everyone's like, "You're a hero, Jim <laughs> yeah, I know. Gordon." But I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck this show. Fuck this show. Jim Gordon just happened to be the guy who stopped the gun. Any one of the cops outside could have done the same thing. Well, two other two other things for Gotham. Who is the guy? The black dude that was there. Oh, the, oh shit! On his not name. Wanderer. Uh, warrior? No. No, he had a name. He did. Matt Scalp Hunter? No. No. Mad Hunter? Mad Hunter. Mad Hunter. Something Hunter. <laughs> Something Hunter. Something Shoot. He was, he was, okay, he was some dude. It was basically like a 90s character who only showed up a couple times. He literally showed up in like two episodes, two issues of like, it was like just around or maybe during Nightfall or Night Quest yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had like the gun belts. He had like we looked him up, and he they, they actually got his costume pretty well. But he's got two guns, yeah. And he's got like the bullet belts like across his chest. Yeah, he's got exactly cargo like pants that, with more bullets and stuff. He's got all the pockets. He's got all the weapons. And the minute he shows up, you're like, that guy's gonna die. That guy's gonna die because he was just like, hey, it's me. He's the only guy who knew he was in Gotham. Yeah. And he was just making the most of it. He's like, ha ha, I'm here. Come, boo, 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 boo. This is why I shoot twice. Ha ha ha. Uh, mowed down and killed. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, he got, <laughs> However, he, got killed, he got killed, right? Oh, yeah, he died. Oh, no, that's right, because the fucking uh, penguin fucking stabbed him. That's right, penguin stabbed him. Because the penguin, apparently, you know, this is what frustrates, this is what drives me nuts, too, is that the penguin, you know, like, I understand the penguin, the character has been around for a long time, mm. and the penguin is just a fat, fat penguin guy. Yeah. And... You know, he has been in some probably so many precarious situations. So it's hard. So it's always like when I see dudes like that and I'm like, how is that guy able to live? Yeah. You know, and like. Usually it's because they have muscle, not like actual their physical muscle. They have dudes that they pay. Apparently so. That's muscle. That's how he keeps doing. That's how they keep you know not dying. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You know. So, but so we focus on that, and then also I wanted to bring up the uh, I think it was from last week, not this this past episode, but the episode before where Jim was tied to the chair. Oh God. And then he, and then he, in order to uh, save Harvey, you know, he he's was tied to a chair on like in a factory. He's in a factory, and he's on like a like a higher like like a second like a floor, floor, but like it's a like one floor. of those like floors that just ends. Yeah. And it just drops straight down. Yeah. Okay. It, it, but you're still in the building. Almost like an unfinished building. Like it hasn't been built yet. Yeah. Completely built. So it's like that. So he's a, he's trying to save Harvey. He's tied to a chair with his back to the drop. Right? And what does he do? He just goes, eh, eh, fall. And he just pushes himself off the edge. He doesn't know what fucking floor he's on. He doesn't know how long that drop is. No, he doesn't. But that's what he does to free he himself. Falls, he and, falls oh, to the... To he the... just falls about 20 feet on his back, tied to a chair... And he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> Which, look, if you, if you did that, you'd fucking break your wrist or something. You'd break something. You'd break something. You'd break an arm. You'd, you'd fucking cr- you'd dislocate an elbow. You'd do something. Jim's just like, I'm fine. You know, I'm like, God damn it. 
This is a stupid show. Fuck anyway, this show. Speaking of stupid, uh, we're back to this book, and basically, yeah, you know, basically, you know, Robin and you know, Batman's yeah, like, this, eh. is, this is where we find out that Byron was just like, man, I grew up rich, and I just really admired Bruce Wayne. I used to fantasize that I was Bruce Wayne, and that's why. <laughs> so uh, Bruce Wayne exists in this universe, but he is a fictional character. But he's a fictional character. Yes, and this rich Brian Wyatt, Byron, Byron. Wyatt. Uh, used to fantasize that he was Bruce Wayne because he just really related uh, to Batman. Pe- those are people that you, you, Batman's mentally ill. This guy's also <laughs> mentally ill. Well, I mean, when you're a kid, who doesn't want to be Batman? I guess when you're I mean, a kid. But then to be like, I just want to. Pre- well, I guess okay, he's acting. Yeah, he's, he's acting. acting. He's an actor. I get it. And he's like, that's why I'm doing this. Uh, that's why I make these movies because I just really love Batman. It's it's weird. It's kind of weird because I'm so used to bat. You know, when the guy's like, "I'm a millionaire and I'm Batman," I'm so used to him just being like an ass, a crime, you know, crime fighter. And this guy's just like, I'm just, but he's just an actor. He's just an actor. Yeah. And it's just the situation is, you know, who's portraying he's Batman. portraying Batman. So I think I'm being too hard on him. Maybe. So they get in the car and they drive away. They're back on set. Yeah. Oh, they. So the next day, they're like, "Okay, we're gonna go out into the desert because <laughs> we need to film something." Uh, out there so everybody loads up and goes out we need to film some sort of like like an like old, to- old time like desert old town west town for some reason rush town because it's batman is like i do like this panel here where basically there's this uh part where everybody's like hey i heard that we're gonna be shutting down you know these uh big mobsters and money guys are trying to push us out and and you know and, and he has this panel where he literally says besides the people besides the people love batman and want to see him up on that screen and as long as i'm alive they will yeah and it's like ben affleck right now <laughs> you know it's basically <laughs> and they're like okay well we're gonna go out to the desert and shoot something nothing bad's gonna happen not in the desert even though because in the de- you know because monsters don't go to the desert no nobody to goes bury to- bodies all <laughs> no, the time not at all like I, I have often wonder like how many bodies are out there oh yeah like on the road between here and vegas like how many fucking bodies are out there they're- not just people who got killed but just people who got fucking lost lost or yeah because we hear about that a lot. Like, they'll be just like, oh, two people disappeared out by Joshua Tree National Forest National Park because, like, you just go off the trail and you get lost. Yeah. And there's a lot of dead people out there. That's the key, man. Never go outside. Well, that's true. Never go outside, especially in the desert. Yeah. Yeah. So um, then Napier hears about this and he's like, okay, that's it. We're going to go out there. And wouldn't it just be too bad if that whole set burned to the ground in the desert? Where there's no water to put it I out. Like, so I like this, pan, this series of panels because, like, they're basically like, hey, we should go out there and set fire in the desert. They're like, hey, hey. And then, like, Napier's like, hey, hey. And then the other guy just lights a match. Yeah. He just goes, he goes ha! I'm like, fire, guys. He's like, fire. So they go uh, out. They're so they in Death out, Valley. So they're going to do this scene where the Batmobile drives into town and then it gets shot at. Okay? <laughs> Is he driving to Fantasy Island? Yes. And they're like, we are supposed to rescue Robin, but Robin's actually not here today. And they're like, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, because, where did Robin go? Well, he's not in this scene, so he doesn't need to go out. It's just the idea that he's going to rescue him. Like, everything else can probably be filmed back on set in L.A. Yeah, but Robin's a stunt coordinator and, like, Batman, you know, Batman's like, eh, you Fuck know. Fuck it. We don't need him. He's like, I'm pretty, I could be pretty good, too. I could do it, Mark. Yeah. So he gets in the thing and uh, he's, like, places and everyone goes to their places except there's a bunch of uh, mobsters. Everybody gets knocked out and they've got gas and bullets. And so as Batman or Byron is approaching the town, he sees that it's on fire. And he's like, oh, no. 
oh. <laughs> it says, he says, oh, Lord, no. No. In, like, big letters. And then he drives into town and everybody's getting murdered. <laughs> everybody's getting shot to death. It's actually, it's actually kind of very... It's really dark. This is actually, this is actually really terrifying because it's like, hey... These people I, are just doing their job, man. Yeah, you're just like, hey, I'm a key grip. And you're like, no, you're dead now. <laughs> he was like, I'm just best boy. Not anymore. Uh, you're your best corpse. And now we're going to pour gasoline on your fucking body and burn... like And set it on fire because that's what they do to all these people. Oh, my God. It's awful. It's don't really ever dead. work in the film industry. Just don't ever work. Don't ever... You know what? Just, yeah, just, <laughs> just don't, don't work. work. Stay, you know what? Stay in your house all day. Yeah, it's not fair. You know, you just go to work. Somebody kills you and then lights your body on fire. <laughs> and you're just trying to make a Batman film. You're... Hey, you don't really care if it's a Batman film. You just want to be able to pay your rent. Yeah. You don't really give a shit. This you is could a be working on the emoji. Your freelance gig. Yeah, yeah. You, could... you could be working on the fucking emoji movie. It doesn't matter because that is paying your rent. That's all that matters. You don't want to be set on fire while working on the emoji movie. movie. <laughs> Nobody wants to go down like I died working on the emoji movie. <laughs> just... <laughs> yeah, that'll be on your tombstone. Your tombstone will just be emoji. It'll just be a, a, a tombstone emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this like a piece of paper with a tombstone emoji yes. on it? <laughs> yes. Yes, it's good. Somebody's gonna, somebody's and it gets really soggy. Oh, it's going to be a digital screen of, a, of the tombstone emoji. <laughs> Actually, can I have that? Yeah. Can well, I have my tombstone be a digital screen? Of the tombstone emoji? Of the tombstone emoji. I mean, if you're, is there a tombstone emoji? <laughs> and if you, when people walk by and it talks to you and he goes, hi. <laughs> Wait, you want your face to pop up? Well, I want my voice to be in it. Oh, you, but I want you the emo- want... I want the tombstone to have eyes and a mouth. <laughs> is there a tombstone emoji? Yeah, I'm sure there is. Maybe. And it's like, hello, I died. <laughs> You just want your tombstone to tell people you died, just in case the tombstone wasn't enough of a like clue. Well, you know, you, you want people to be sure. They don't want people to be like, "Is that guy uh, dead?" Or like, "Oh, uh, he's dead." Is that guy who's buried dead? <laughs> is that guy who's buried dead? Well, I don't know. know Some people get buried alive. They used to back in the day. That's where the phrase "Saved by the Bell" comes from. You know that? So a long time ago, people weren't sure when people were dead, so they would bury them, and sometimes they weren't dead. So, because this became such a fear, they used to have, like, bells with a rope that went into the coffin. So, if you just happened to come to in a coffin, you could ring it. Oh. So, that's where Saved by the Bell comes oh, from. Oh, shit. So, is that what happened to uh, Zach Morris and yes. shit? Yes, was he, was, was Is there an episode of Saved by the Bell where Mr. Belding buries Zach Morris alive? Yes. Yes, there is. And is, uses and a he, bell. And he rings the bell. He rings the bell. And they go, man, you were Saved by the Bell, which is the name of this show. Well, that's because I was watching that lore show that was in there. Oh, really? Yeah, because they were talking about how, like, some guy's family kept dying, I think, of, like, typhus or typhoid fever or something so they were like well since like literally everyone in your family has died of this if you want to save your last remaining child we have to dig up all your relatives yeah and a lot of times when they would do that back in the day because they were like oh it's it's a demon so we got to dig up the people to make sure they're still they're actually dead but there would be like claw marks on the inside of the coffin so that's when they got like the the ding ding the, the bells good now we, we, you know, know people are dead. I hope so. But or, or your tombstone can tell them. I want, I want, I want a digital tombstone with the with the tombstone emoji. Okay. That has the eyes on the mouth. I thought you wanted a Doctor Fate helmet. I want Doctor Fate. I want a Doctor Fate helmet. Because on... I thought you were being cremated, and I was going to put oh. you in a Doctor Fate helmet. <sighs> I could put a digital tombstone emoji on the back, maybe. Oh shit! Might have... kind of fuck up your helmet. I have a choice to make. You really do. <laughs> <laughs> I have a non-existent choice to make. <laughs> Which one would you rather have? <laughs> Sean, are you planning for your uh, for your passing? Yes, I am. I still just want you to drop me in a ditch. 
<laughs> Drop you in a ditch. Well, I don't care. <laughs> I'm dead. Why are we spending money? <laughs> this was her wish. She just wanted Let to Let me take her. She wanted to decay in this ditch. Where's the ditch? I don't know. It's just the nearest ditch? Do you have a specific ditch? Hey, between here and Vegas is fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> How about by Zizix? You want to go by Zizix? Okay. I want to go out by Zizix. All right. Let's, let's do Zizix. Let's do a Zizix. I love a good Zizix. Let's do Zizix, let's do Zizix Gulch. <laughs> yeah, just drop me off with there. And I pin a note to me that says died of natural causes. <laughs> <laughs> so no one will think I was murdered. Died of things. <laughs> Just, no, no one will think I was murdered when oh, they stumble okay. across my body. Yeah, I don't want Karina Longworth doing a story about you. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to end up on my favorite murder, but just turned out I just like died of old age. <laughs> or choked on a sandwich or oh god fell down some stairs oh god that's my worst fear choking on a sandwich yeah just choking you gotta chew you know because i love Sm- food smaller bites but sometimes and... i eat a lot of it at once I, smaller bites and, and a... chew oh god <laughs> oh god all right well, where were we oh yeah well, we're back to all these, these people being murdered <laughs> these people being murdered <laughs> i was gonna be like let's get back to something more cheerful these guys are people are murdering <laughs> murdered uh well actually what yeah there's this there's a still with uh jimmy olsen's like he's like hey look yeah, i forgot he, you he was gonna get batman he's like ah you're dead too yeah they, they're like not you too stoolie and they shoot him so then batman shows up and they punch him in the back of the head <laughs> That's right. And then they're like, no, kill him. And they shoot him in the back of the head. They shoot him in the back of the head the like ba- in Batman no, v like Superman. point blank range. Like this in- fucker gets shot in the head at point blank range. And here's the thing. So I'm reading this book and I'm like, okay, that's the last page, right? It no, has, there's no, like more. No, there's more pages. There's more story. No. So they're like, should we burn him? And they're like, nah, send a message. Just leave him here in this burning town. Napier, Napier wants the vultures to pick him apart. Yeah. I'm assuming if he was just like in the middle of a flaming street he probably would have caught on fire too but you never know fire's kind of weird it's finicky yeah. it might have missed him so the town burns and some guy rides batman's up on a horse okay. batman's just laying there and he checks his pulse and uh puts him on the horse and rides away yes and in the last and panel and we find him in a cave it says several days pass until he wakes up we meet al penny al penny that's right guys al penny uh who's a circus man Mm-hmm. living in this mine he's a carny he's a carny he's uh, a mountain living carny and he says oh you know what i know a guy who that happened to got shot in the back of the head in ww1 uh-huh. uh and lived you know uh so can you remember anything what's your name he, he can't remember anything all he remembers is that he is batman oh uh, yeah he is so now he has amnesia and he thinks he's batman <laughs> oh boy so that's the end of that issue. That's it. Yeah. It's a Batman Hollywood Night issue one of three from April 2001. Yeah. April, it's a, this is an Elseworlds. So do not take any of this for canon. No. There was no Alfred Penny. Al Penny. Al Penny. Mm. Al Penny sounds like a fat guy. Kind of does, yeah. Yeah. He's not I'm a fat Al guy. Penny. <laughs> he's not a fat guy, though. No, he's not. He's Alfred. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's it for this book. I don't know. Would you read the next? Well, you're going to probably read the next one. Well, I have the next issue, so. Yeah, we have all these. Yes, I would. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to read it. I'll get to it. I have to get to all the books. I mean, what's funny is that you have all these Batman and Catwoman books. I sure do. And I never pay them any attention. I know that. Like, I usually kind of like the older Detective Comics ones. Especially if there's also, like, backups in them of something like that that, uh, you know, I'll, I'll... you know, I'll pay attention to. Sure. But a lot of those, like all those Batman and this, uh, for, for the matter, the action comics with the Supermans, mm. you know, and all those Those ones. are fun, though. Oh, they're fun. I just, you know, I have all those other, like, obtuse, uh, these other, like, outsider yeah. books that well, I'm Well, you know, if you're finding. bored. 
you know, so, but yeah, I mean, I if, def- if the apocalypse comes and we don't have any like internet or electricity, we could always just like read these by candlelight. Yeah. So, you know, we might need entertainment uh-huh. if yeah. we're not like running from zombies or whatever. I'm going to run with all my comics. <laughs> Strap them to your back. Most safe guy Garner collection. <laughs> glad we, uh, glad we saved that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, if they knock on our door and well, say, you know, get out, it's burning. It's true. Yeah. What are we going to save? Uh, well, well, the comics. No. No, they're burning. Sorry. We're saving the cats and we're running far away from the fire. I'm saving the cats and my computer. Do you think you'd grab the computer? If I could. Mm. It's got my book on it. Oh, yeah. But my book is also, I, I usually email it to myself. If it's in the cloud. It's in the cloud. Yeah. So maybe it'd be okay. Maybe I'll grab mm-hmm. the computer. We got to save the cats, though. Oh, the cats. The cats are 100%. Yeah. Love the cats. <laughs> so, uh... Wow, we have some really dark shit in this episode. Well, it's a dark book. It is a dark book. That's it for this show. Please find us on Twitter. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Angry Hero Sean, as well as uh, my other podcast, uh, I Could Talk Cafe with Joe Todaro, where uh, this past week we actually did talk about the, the game. WWE 2K18. Finally talked about that. So also, uh, this actually got released, uh, and uh, you'll have to promote this on my social media, but I was on an episode of a podcast called The Nighttime Show with uh, my friend Stephen Kramer Glickman and uh, comedian Matt Walker, and uh, our guest was Rob Van Dam, mm-hmm. pro wrestler Rob Van Dam, uh, RVD uh, from ECW. You know him from there. You know him from WWF. You know him from all these places. He's a comic book guy. He's into weed. He's into all that good. He's all that crazy stuff and you know, all that good stuff. And uh, you can find that on iTunes as well, or Apple, sorry, Apple Podcasts, The Nighttime Show. Uh, check that out. Uh, and, uh, you know, by all means, please rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we would really appreciate that sort of patronage. Mm-hmm. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram, jenstansfield.tumblr.com and jenstansfield.wordpress.com. And we're on Facebook. Yes. Worst Collection Ever. Uh, email us at worstcollectionever.gmail.com. Or I'm sorry, at gmail.com. Yeah, worstcollectionever at gmail.com. Please uh, send us messages. We don't get any messages. I like messages. We like we like a few messages. We do get some people interacting with us on the Facebook, too. So that's always fun. So yeah. keep that up, and uh, we would be very grateful. So thanks for listening, folks, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye.